Hey, Michael House. How's it going? Fire that mother up! Oh, yeah! What's that? Six up two crate motor. Don't you love that? That is a six up two. Love it. I need that engine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bubba's About Broke podcast. I'm your host, Jackson McLaren, joined by Melvin McLaren. Hello. Caleb Stratton, Ariella Aspen, the usual band of characters. We are down here at the Fairfield Inn and Suites in the Gulch in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. How what cool we is this? There, man? <laughs> got to have that, man. We've got... Thank you, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I can't handle the power. <laughs> I was going to say, we've got pretzels over there. we got chicken wings and tacos and uh, what else we got? Oh, um, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. That sprouts, were very man. good. And uh, alcohol, mar- margaritas galore. <laughs> margaritas galore. <laughs> Chris Moody's trying to get us in trouble. Our Ariella got us some steak over there, man. That was some bomb. It boy. Was, what what Jer- about Jeremy's got some kind of bag over there? I got, I got a, a blood fruit. bag, man. <laughs> I got an adult fruit punch. Nice. Boy, that's a way to make it sound cool. I got a Long Island tea. You got an adult fruit punch. Hey, I had one of those to start with. I, I started with those. Oh, nice. I had to be coherent for this podcast, sir. Jackson, tell them who this podcast is brought to us tonight. Well, it is brought to us tonight by the Fairfield Inn and Suites in the Gulch, and we are in their City View room. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. This thing is freaking this awesome. This is just fancy. Yeah. You took a bunch of rednecks and brought them to Nashville. What are you trying to do? I'll just get y'all drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're about there. God, you are, you're, you're already well on your way to that. <laughs> yeah, I see what's going on here. It's a good thing I, we're I, staying here tonight, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we got rooms. We're hanging out. We got everybody in here, man. And how about an I got to do my little applause, but How about an applause, everybody? That's a cheap sign. <laughs> we got a crowd in here tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, we, need, we need to get you a real sign. sign, though. I like it. They're on their way. They probably got stuck in traffic. <laughs> I know. They probably got lost like me and you, Melvin. We missed our exit for the little music road or whatever. I it ended was. up on Fourth Avenue, man. Yeah, we. Hey, I, y'all can come on in. I here was if you way want out to. of the way. Tell them they can come on in here if they want to. He was scanning it. <laughs> um, tell them about. Yeah, what's talk going about how you here, how man. this came about. You you got well, here. Got I was together, really. a few weeks ago. I was down here with Ariella Aspen. She was playing music, and uh, what was that called? The you had a singer-songwriter Nash Bash. Nash Bash. Well, I'm sitting over here trying to mind my own business in the bar, and this dude comes up. Man, you're the guy I'm looking for. And I was like, oh, crap. I didn't pay for something or whatever. <laughs> well, it was Christopher Moody. And he goes, hey, man, I'm the assistant GM here, and we want to talk to you about doing a podcast here. And I was thinking, what? He said, I saw your QR code. On the back of your truck out there. Yep. So that means that it worked, obviously. And you never know. And uh, so one thing led to another. He met, he uh, introduced me to Stephanie, and you'll have to pronounce her last name. Broccoli. Broccoli. Like broccoli? Yeah, like broccoli. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll never forget it now. I'll never forget it. Well, <laughs> she sat down and talked to me. And next thing I know, we're working out a deal. And they wanted to promote us on their social media and, and show everybody here in the Nashville area what all can be done here at the hotel. So we've got assistant manager, unless you got promoted, GM, general manager, uh, Christopher Moody sitting in here with us. And uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit. Tell us about all this stuff, brother. What y'all got going on here? Where we are here now is uh, in our City View room, which overlooks downtown Nashville. It is connected to our restaurant, which is called Up Rooftop Table and Tavern. We just rolled out a brand new menu up there, which you guys were talking about. Which is awesome. Try, yep. the food, mm-hmm. You brought us everything. Some yeah. of the drinks. You got the little adult juice boxes up here that are really popular. And Jeremy. And, oh, I uh, thought hey, he brought hey, that. I, love, I didn't even know hey, he got it. I, <laughs> love, I love it. It tastes good. I thought he pulled it out it of the box. tastes like a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is open to the public, but uh, it sits atop of the Fairfield Marriott Nashville downtown in the Gulch right here that's closest, one mile from Broadway in downtown Nashville. But 
every every morning we got free breakfast going on downstairs too. And what? Yeah, so tomorrow, tomorrow morning, tomorrow you morning when y'all are hung over, you know, you you can kind of eat some of those eggs and bacon and stuff. Kind of detox a little. A little bit. I'm, I'm, and, I'm definitely going to need that. And leave real quick. <laughs> no, hey, look. There's hey, Aaron and Lori McClure. Everybody in the house. Yeah. Yay. Y'all made it. Nice. Awesome. Isn't this sick or what? That's the rest of the family. <laughs> it's the rest of the family. Y'all come hey, on in, There's man. the man oh, right man. there. Terrell Davis is in the house. Everybody. Yeah. Look at that. And his beautiful wife. Yes, that's awesome. Have a seat, guys. We got appetizers up there. They are furnished by the Fairfield Inn. The Fairfield Inn and Suites. Y'all grab you a plate and get you something to eat. And they awesome. are the bomb. So keep on, brother. Our hotel's newly renovated, so you got to come check it out. You got to come check out the bar too. It's brand newly renovated as well, and we're excited. I was going to say this place looks here. brand new. I thought it was brand it's beautiful. It, we've been here ten years. The, oh wow! The owner that built this property when he first built it um, years ago, this whole area was just kind of really underdeveloped, and he was a visionary and he saw it and said, "I'm going to build a rooftop bar right here in the Gulch. It's close to downtown." Oh, yeah. And now everybody else got the same idea. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> but yeah. he was the first, so that's all that matters. Hey. Yep. Well, we, I'm we, we came we came to the to the to the engineers so you know they they they, they paved the way yes sir this is beautiful man i thank love you. it man y'all do an outstanding job and thank you for partnering with bubba's Bible yeah, this podcast really We're, dang cool man yeah, yeah. thank you for having us it's, really it's excited to have y'all excited to have michael here in the house yeah oh michael in the house <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate like what you, you guys have. You scheduled that. Y'all he was like, that. if I had a dollar for every time somebody said that. Yeah, <laughs> probably, that's probably right. He could sponsor his race car. <laughs> probably could. <laughs> yeah, this well, is awesome, so neat, man. man. Thank you. Well, thank you, brother, and we'll let you get back to your family. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I'm going to go make you another Long Island iced tea before I head out now. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> These boys are trying to kill us down here, man. <laughs> we'll Jackson. bleep that out later. <laughs> Good God, man. Well, that was awesome, man. Let's see what else we got going on here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ariella Aspen Happenings. It's all you. It's all you, Ariella. What up, what up, everybody? What's going on? Hello. Hello. What's going on? Hello. Ariella Aspen, everybody. How about a uh -oh. round of applause here? How's everybody doing? We're good. good. We're, good. We're good. We're good. We're great. What are you up to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeremy. Like, 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 like Tony the Tiger. We are Capri great. Sun. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. You've been busy here lately, hadn't you? I have been. Yeah. Tell but us. It's been a good. It's been a good kind of busy. Tell us I've what's been, happening in your world of singing. Um, I've been writing songs. I've been playing festivals. I have a new song coming out in September, mid-September, and my brother is helping me with. The photo today, the single cover. Ooh, nice. So What's the song called? Out. It's called My First Love, and it's sweet. about Jesus. And it's sweet. a very sweet and vulnerable song that I think a lot of people can relate to and will enjoy. So, Well, I know I've heard it, and it's beautiful. Thank you. And I know when you've sang it, people just stop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so, like Callie, too. Yeah. That one's when coming, they, too. When you do that, that means you got something going on. It she, does, I think, yeah. She doesn't know this yet, but Jackson and I are going to help her write a song, too, coming up pretty soon. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, what no. does that mean? Been talking what oh, does that no. mean? Hey, 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 Caleb, we're not trying to ruin her career. No, we're no, trying no. to get hey, her look, career on her They're trying way. to help me. We will have her at number one on Apple Music by this time oh, next year. Damn. You oh, damn. Caleb Stratton just... Mark my words. Hey, man, you're going to have to hold him to hey, it. Hey, I'll yep. be a roadie. Yeah. I'll be a roadie. You'll be a ro Can you carry a guitar? I, I'll, I'll try. Hell, I'll learn to play the guitar. <laughs> I just want to hang out with you. I'll be your bodyguard. Okay. Me and Andy. Andy, anything, Ru Andy Rush is up? in the building. That's my buddy, the, Andy Rush. He's got some good yeah. food over there, man. Wait, no, I thought he was my, my buddy. Applause. <laughs> yeah. Oh, woo. Hey. <laughs> you have anything? Do you have anything coming up? Um, I am playing at the Commodore Grill here in Nashville tomorrow night. What? And then. Uh -oh. Playing at this place called The Pond, which I have never played at before, but my mom, Heather Marjorie, the and Pond. our friend Olin Wallace Music, we're going to be playing there cool. on Can you fish August there? 21st. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where's question. that, Ariel? The Pond. It's in Franklin, Tennessee. Franklin? Oh. Mm -hmm. Daryl Waltrip's territory. Ooh. Yep. Is that... Yeah, so it's <laughs> it a, is, isn't it? Yeah. Man, that's who he is. I didn't even think about that. Franklin, Tennessee is a beautiful place, though, so I'm sure it's a, a gorgeous place. So, yeah, cool. that's what I've got coming up so far. I know they got a mental Sweet. hospital there. God, and then, man. oh, I think I mentioned this a couple podcasts ago. 
Dang, Caleb. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. Hey, is it pick oh, on I listen to our podcast. No, it's not pick on Ariel and I. No. No, you know what? I wasn't picking on that. I'm going to interrupt real quick. I wasn't picking on her. I listened to the last episode, though, when we were like kind of ganging up on her. She could be our Casey boat. I thought she like, was. She's like Arcade Lale. Like we were picked on, and I was like, "Dang, you sound like Brett Griffin over there." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, who's Brett Griffin? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, it felt. There's it only felt one podcast that matters. Pass, like, it felt mind. good to pass the buck on to somebody yeah. else for oh, once. He ain't got picked it. on yet tonight. I haven't said anything bad, have I? Not yet. Oh, I'm. I'm hey, <laughs> not on air. Hey, it's still early. It's still, still you almost early. almost called him Caleb. <laughs> what the? All right, boys and girls, that is well, Ari Ella. Great, Ari. That's awesome. Aspen. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Jackson just ended that one. Get your guitar, <laughs> mate. Get your guitar. It's birthday okay. time. It's time. I'll be right back. All right. Tell them who we got on birthdays, brother. Well, Andy Rush's was June the 19th, so we need to do a belated Andy! birthday on that one. <laughs> all right, yeah. We're we'll only two that. months off. We'll include, we'll include that in there. It's never it's too late. Right, but he's here, so we might as well it's sing never, it. It's him. never too late, yeah, I no, guess. No, man. That means we're two months closer to his birthday. Yeah, we're I 10 guess. months early. Way to go. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, Andy. All right, and we, well, got we got Rodney and Dottie Bogan in the house. Friend. We do, Woo! yeah. I'll go ahead and start off with uh, Dottie. Her nephew is turning 16. Today. Her nephew, JC, oh. today. That's the time of you know, this podcast. JC awesome, Jr. Awesome. And John the, John in there, the bartender, who's getting us all sauce tonight. Yeah. It's his birthday. <laughs> what to do, does. Tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow. I was, yeah. And then uh, David yeah. Wright and Wade Buttery. Well, there we go. Buttery. 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 We got one more to add to that list. We one got the Nashville Je- legends. Wade yes. Yeah, he is. What's that? We, we got Miss Jenny uh, from uh, Clarksville. Oh, um, one of my managers. Uh, yep. Her birthday is uh, next week, Monday. Oh, yep. Jenny. Yep. Thomas, ain't it? Jenny Thomas, yep. yes. Well, Good happy job. birthday. And Ariella Aspen is going to sing happy birthday for us. Go Let's for go, it. girl. You guys hear that? That was beautiful. Well, that's not the song. One note. He's like, that was awesome. (laughs) You don't have to suck up now, Jackson. You can wait till later. Yep. I'll just sit here and chill. Let's see. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday to you. God, oh. that was beautiful, man. I like awesome. how you did it that time. You did it a little higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Falsetto. Mixing falsetto. it up a little bit, yeah. Good deal, mm-hmm. man. How about some shout-outs real quick? Well, I guess we'll get started off with the first one, Sutherland Marlin House. Who is She's in there. the house. I just followed us. sorry, Michael. From Columbia, Tennessee. <laughs> Steve Hadley from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have Bubba Hodge from Chapel Hill. Uh, Jacob Buckman from Sturgis, Kentucky. Ethan Miller from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Shane Wallace from... Tuscumbia, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Wyatt Randolph, where was he from? Could you? Did you not find I anything? I didn't have from a there? name. And uh, what's that? Ooh, is that a? It's a band. Is that a band from Puerto Rico? Yeah. Los Coyo. I can't. I'm not. C O Y. Coyo. C O Y O G I S. Cool. <laughs> Musical band. <laughs> I'm American, dang it. We're from Portland, Tennessee, man. You got to look over Portland, not Puerto Rico. Michael's over here laughing. Never even been to Puerto Rico. (laughs) I'm laughing because I couldn't pronounce it either. (laughs) That makes me feel a little better. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thank you. But, hey, listen, Bubba's about broke. It's exploded. Uh, We're being heard all over the world. Every time we look on there, we got new followers. So how the heck did they find us, though? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> Man, we got people from Puerto Rico. We got people from uh, Australia, uh, Australia, Germany, England. Uh, where else? Everywhere. I've been everywhere. Ireland, Canada. Ireland. What do you think about that, Michael? It's awesome. It's Pretty wild. Scary, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty wild. How some dummies from in December started a podcast, and now these people are actually wanting to listen to us. I don't. Understand. I know it. Well, That's all, all right, I got boys. for the opening segment. Mm. You want to get into the our guest? <laughs> get into it, brother. Long awaited. We got an awesome one here tonight. We have Michael House here at the Fairfield Inn and Suites in the Gulch. Michael House, Woo! everybody. Woo! Well, thank you so much for coming on here, man. This is awesome. Appreciate you. Somebody having said me. Boo. absolutely. Who, Who said, said boo? boo? I think that was Terrell oh, Davis. Terrell. Dang, man. <laughs> Throwing shade already, Dang, man. Terrell. What's going on? Well, Michael, I just want to go ahead and get started into this, man. Just uh, 
introduce yourself. Talk about what got you started into racing, man. Uh, just uh, being a race fan and uh, wanting to drive one day and uh, my dad giving me the opportunity. Uh, we built a car when I was in high school and um, started racing the Highland Rim. And I mean, it seemed like yesterday, but here we are. I mean, that was in 2001 and now here we are in 2023. Wow. Golly, wow. That's insane. That's wild. That's that's awesome. Does yeah. it seem like a blur? It really does. I mean, it. Looking back on stuff and uh, watching old races and and um, my mom got me a uh, for one of my Christmas presents. She put all my old races on a USB drive. Wow. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, or a, a bunch, not all of them, but a bunch of them. And um, so I, I go back and. I need to put some of that on YouTube because that'd be yeah. really cool. It was I'd like love to watch those. back in the old days of Howling, you know, Howling Rim back yeah. in the old days, and and some of Nashville too. So, wow, it's a lot of good stuff, good races. That's really cool. Well, I can tell you back when you started. Now we know that racing has took a hit over the last twenty years, even fifteen years, I guess, with people coming to the racetrack and even people buying a race car and building them mm -hmm. or putting them together or whatever. But, man, when you was racing back then, was they not a car count or what, dude? Yeah, we went, uh, like, the uh, Tennessee State Asphalt 200, like the sportsman race at Highland Ram. It was in October, and, I mean, we – well, they sent cars home and I think started, like, 38 or something. Jeez. I mean, we would – we, we was lapping cars on lap two. Wow, <laughs> that's, not, that's crazy. Well, it was because there was so many of them. Yeah, so many, there's already yeah, a mean, half a lap down. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah. I just can't even imagine. That's hard for me to imagine because I mean I've never really seen it like that. I mean, the most Jackson probably, raced against was the All American 100 last year, and we had what 36 yeah, or 30 35 took the yeah. green flag. Yeah. That's one of the races I actually got on the on the USB drive. It's a real. It's it's pretty good. I mean, all them old, old races like that. So yeah, I think that was like 2003, 2002, three, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, awesome. What kind of car did you get started in? It was a uh, '78 uh, Impala. Cool. So, oh, yeah. really? A '78 Impala. That was a hoopty, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still had a tilt, tilt steering. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was adjustable. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. Have a boom box in the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> he had the subwoofer going on in the whole nine yards. He was riding in style. <laughs> riding in style around yeah. there. That that's awesome, very, man. Yeah, that's very cool. So, uh, how did that first season go for you when you when you first started racing up at the rim? Uh, I think we won ten races. Wow. <laughs> well, pretty, hey, you know, we won 10 races. Started off. Well, we only had good. 10 races. But well, yeah. so I had, a, I had a good coach. Uh, I, I had good people. You know, you got to, in this deal, you got to surround yourself by, with good people, as, yep. as y'all know. Mm -hmm. That's why so, they hired me. So, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was wondering, okay, now, now it's all, it's all clear. Yeah. Humble much? Yeah. How much racing are we doing yeah. right now, Caleb? <laughs> We're out racing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our racing is cheaper, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, a guy named uh, Dan Victory used to race at Highland Rim a, a lot and won, uh, I think, in 93 or 94, he won 22 out of 23 races in Sportsman. That's so, like Pinnells. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that that's the family that kind of got me started in this deal. And, um, and so they, he kind of coached me and told me what I was doing wrong. And, and then his son, I grew up with his son, was my best friend. He raced before me, and I went to the track with him. So I had a lot of uh, guidance mm -hmm. that, that helped me. And, uh, and the guy that was building my motors built their motors. And so I, I had a lot of good people in my corner. So, Well, that definitely makes a difference. Oh, man, it really does. It does, yeah. yeah. We struggled for – first three or four years you know we didn't have anybody helping us uh scotty russell you probably know scotty mm -hmm. he yep. helped us some um you know his dad had just died ray so his mind wasn't you know i get it man he just wasn't into it yeah and uh he was having a tough time with that so me and jackson was kind of on our own you know we met caleb and then caleb started coming to the track with us uh, Which but, helped a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> just we having were, somebody there. Yeah, I mean, we were trying to do it all ourselves. You know, I was changing tires and, you know, doing whatever we need to do, whatever we thought we need to do, 
But when you ain't got nobody, man, I couldn't imagine. It's horrible. It's, man, it's, it's just, uh, it, it, it is horrible. Like yeah, I, I went, I went to Paducah one. Was it two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. And everybody had to work and everybody was busy and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go there and play and have a good time. So I went there completely by myself. I can't imagine I had a blast. Like, I got second place. Dang. But I was so dead when I got done with the night. Like, I was so exhausted from getting the car ready, getting it unloaded, getting everything set up. It's just crazy. I can't imagine that. You know, and I, I, I feel I feel for the people like you guys are saying when you you know, you guys got started and whatever. Like I'm it's a blessing for me that I met Jenny and Chris, you know, and they come and help and we all help each other. Yeah. We got a few other people, we all park together, we all help each other. If somebody breaks or somebody has a bad night, you know, we all jump in and you know, without that without that, that race and family oh. like yeah. this this hobby is just the the it, hard times make you appreciate the good times yeah. that much more. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. It makes you realize how dedicated you are to the sport. Mm -hmm. He was telling me yeah. about he got strapped in for this race and realized his window net wasn't up. And he couldn't even turn around because he has his Han system. <laughs> he couldn't get he it He has up. to unstrap. They're calling him out on the track. He has to unstrap and then put his window net up. You don't think about the people no. that are helping you. You, you don't no. think about the people. Like my there. wife always, you know, always gives Flip, hand, puts my belts on me so I can hook up when I got my helmet on and my Hans on. You know, and then she puts my window net up when I'm completely done. Like, you know, never even crossed my mind. You know, I get in, I put my helmet on, I hook my Hans up, put tighten my belts down, put my steering wheel on, and I'm like, oh, window net. And I'm like, well, <laughs> no big deal. Damn. I go to reach out the window and I can't even turn enough to grab the, the window the net. Backside, yeah. You right know, and I'm like, okay. So I take my belts <laughs> off, you know, Dang. put my Jeez. window net back up. And then they're like, okay, the pier minis are rolling out on the track. And I'm like, hold up. I got to put my belts back on. <laughs> hey, look at that. You got another juice box. I know. I said She went to the lunch box. <laughs> it, takes, uh, it takes a lot of hey, people to Hey, don't hate on me. Happen. Oh yeah. no. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. It and, does. And and you run in the supers now, so I'm, I mean, you obviously got to have a a village with you. Yeah, I got uh, three. I got two to three crew guys and a and a spotter, and uh, and that's that's minimum. I mean, usually guys have. I mean, teams have you know four to five guys per car. Yeah. So. Um, Man, if that's as good as it sounds, it, it is. I, tra I tasted it. <laughs> yeah, I think he wants one. <laughs> Can somebody get this man a juice Can box? Can this man get him a juice <laughs> box? You're tempting him, Jeremy. Over there shaking it all. Um, all the alcohol was on the bottom when I took that first sip. I had to try to shake it up. <laughs> I, I took that first sip and I was like, "Whoa, that's strong!" <laughs> Damn, dude. So, Michael, what was next for you after that first season? Did you stay in the same division or so, did you move up? Basically, that was back when Ronnie Balcom had the track. And basically, in a nutshell, he said, you're not going to win as many races. You can't win as many races mm -hmm. as you did last year. And, and and I get it. I mean, we were – I mean, we were not bragging, but we were really – I mean, we we did really well. And, and it was time to move up. So, Dad had to spend some more money. I had to, you know, had to convert. We had to set out a little bit, and we had to build our car. We had our car ready to go. And – made the decision we're not gonna we're not gonna run this uh, street stock we're gonna build a sportsman so we we took the motor back out uh rebuilt it f to for the sportsman division and um i think we won two races that year in a sportsman and uh it's my rookie season and, and you're talking about 30 cars too right well, we had a bunch yeah i uh, mean this ain't like, like four or five. Like, yeah, we're I, yeah, I was about racing against, this ain't twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, I was racing against guys there then that I grew up watching. You mm -hmm. know, Stanford so. and all them. Boys, Ricky Sanford. Yeah. yeah, Sanford. Yeah, yeah. Bru uh, Bruce Vaughn. Um, he used to he used to be the king of Highland Rim and back you know or one of the one of the people that was really hard to beat and um, and I was racing against my good friend Daniel Victory that I grew up, that was like my best friend you know and then. Um, Raced in Sportsman a couple of years up there and then went to Carthage race. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jackson got to run mini cups there. He was eight or nine ball. years old, but my God, what yeah. a track. But go ahead. But um, in 04, I got the opportunity, a guy named Joey and Lori Jones, um, 
husband and wife, they gave me the opportunity to drive their late model. And that got me going on the in the late models mm-hmm. and um, won the championship in 05 up there in late model. And then yeah. we went to Nashville in uh, 06 and uh, raced in sportsman on the big track, like one or two races, and then won the championship in 07. So, wow. yeah, it was uh, – we then that that from 07 on that led me to when we started racing more at nashville and rookie of the year in 08 at, in late model at nashville and um then now as we sit right now uh two-time track champion at nashville and that's and awesome it's a two-time that track champion had a lot of success down there yeah how many feature wins do you have right now like uh 30 i think no i'm, I'm not that many uh seems like it we have a, a couple, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't really, honestly, I don't. I'm not one of them. that's like I bet oh, you Terrell. Like I bet you Terrell Davis knows. He probably knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I don't even know where I am." <laughs> yeah, know what are you right drinking now. over there? He don't know where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, I've been blessed, man, with with good people and um, good, great car owners, and uh, the family that I'm driving for now, um, the uh, Jen Brown and and her family, and mm-hmm. you at all the U.S. Tank people, man. It, I couldn't ask for a better deal right now. Yeah, I mean they've supported you big time. Big man. time. I yeah. mean it's, it's. We remember when you got that that connection, and yeah. we were all excited about it. Yeah, yeah. man, look at this. Because you were the local guy that we. Or I remember watching racing, and then Jackson, as he grew up, he he was a fan. You know, he we watched you race. We go to Nashville back then. Yeah, yeah. we there was Michael House, you know, and that was that's what. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's I've just been ble- had a, been a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work, but um, but you know, it's it's paid off at the end, you know, and uh, but without them, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be. Because um, I've always raced, but I haven't really raced in late model uh, the whole deal. But when I got hooked up with uh, the Brown family, they they allowed me to run the whole. We our first year together, we won the championship in eighteen in pro late mm-hmm. model, and then um, we were there. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So it's just been been really. I can't express enough how blessed I am. You know, so absolutely. That's then, awesome. That also allowed you to. To travel to some places too, right, and see some yeah some we, different racetracks. Yeah, we we ran um, a bunch. Uh, ran Cordell, set on the pole for the the Super Series race there at the beginning of last year, and um, just traveled a bunch. Uh, South Alabama, Pensacola, Montgomery. Um, we've we went up I forty four, Lebanon, Missouri. Oh yeah, man, we've heard of that place. Yeah, yeah. We've been to a bunch of different places. So it's been a lot of fun. So, so I mean, I got a question for you. I mean, I know you've done a lot in your career, and you know what you got going on right now. Like, um, what's your what's your aspirations for the future? As far as like from from this point on, like you know, from where you are right now, what is your uh, what is your your future goal? You know, like where do you want to be? You know, say five years down the road. You want, are you comfortable where you are, or are yeah. you? Yeah, I just, uh, I, you know, take it race by race and try to be the best I can at the, every race. Yes, sir. And um, tr- just try to. We've been down a little bit. I thought this uh, like a backing up. Uh, try. I thought this one engine package was going to be the way to go this year, and it and it and it hasn't been. And I've struggled, and um, and we've just changed that for this last race and I thought we was going to be well, we were going to be really good and then it rained us out so I, I really just take it race by race and um, try to be the best I, you know just try to go for wins and try to be the best I can but far as like for five years from now I don't know I'm not a really good planner so I, I try to yeah I don't know man I try to the wife's over here shaking her head <laughs> yeah I try to she goes yeah that's I'm too I'm too focused on what's going on right now to plan mm-hmm. and I just try to there's so much preparation that goes into every race yes sir and um I'm usually the only one that 
that help you know that works on the car right in and the I, shop so. and i always ask that question because i got asked that question when i did the podcast for my personal for my race and stuff and i, I i'm the same way you know like you know I mean, yeah, there's aspirations in the future, you know, way down the way down the road. But like, you know, you just, you know, I always ask that question too to see what get what other people's opinions are. You know, like I'm, I focus on what's happening next weekend. You know, like I don't really care about what's happening yeah. next year, next season, next five seasons from now. But you know, some people have that. Yeah, a guy told me one time, uh, Chad Chaffin. Oh yeah. He told me he said that. Uh, so let me tell you something. He said a race car will take as much time as you want to put into it. He said you get to a point where it's just time to go to the track. But mm -hmm. he said a race car will take as much, and especially now. I mean, you've got – I mean, when I started racing late model, you would set the car up, you'd set the ride heights, you know, square the car up, set all the rear end angles, and then you would um, – after all that, then you would um, – set the bump steer and you're about ready to go to the track now you got to set you know the all the bump stops you got to set the yeah. sway i mean sway bar dictates the ride height you you got all the gale force numbers and then you mm -hmm. got all the different packages that you already got to make up i mean it's just so much that goes into it i mean <laughs> right. yeah I mean, that's, and that's track by track what kind of tire pressure gauge yeah, it can you vary. his face he goes yeah <laughs> hey, what, what kind of tire pressure gauge do you have? <laughs> He's got the same blue See? one that everybody else has. <laughs> you don't even want to know. Not, that. not uh, the one that Melvin used to have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one for each tire. Mine was ten pounds heavy. Oh, and we didn't know it <laughs> only yeah. for like oh. three years. <laughs> so we we couldn't not figure out why our car was pushing tight. No matter what, what we think about that. It. So <laughs> at, we would start out for the first part of the race at thirty something pounds on the right side <laughs> at yep. Highland Rim. Yep, I and, was checking that match. All right, and then, yeah. and then Jackson would come in and be like, "It's not handling him." I was like, I, "The tire well, pressure is right." To it, man. <laughs> I'm like twenty laps into the race every time, knocking the wall down just about. What's going on? So what kind of what kind of gauge was it? It was just it was an El Cheapo. Well, right right okay. now it's a cow pasture one. Now it's at the rim. It was a Harbor Freight <laughs> tire gauge, and I mean mm. it was a circle tire gauge. You know the standard. But whatever. now hey, it's in the you field. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right. But that now, was a, no. That's what I was saying. That, that was a went learning back experience. to that went back to us doing it with nobody. Right. We didn't know that. So know. I didn't even think I found to look. Thomas actually figured it out. He asked me because he saw me doing the tire pressure. He's like, today. He's dude, like what, what you put is in your there? hair pressure? It shows 38 pounds. I was like, what? He's like, no, I know I put 22 in it. Well, <laughs> needless to say, that tire gauge is out in the field on the back stretch yeah. behind the pit wall. Beside the, the ratchet. Between <laughs> the trees, yeah. yeah. So hey, Melvin, you just know somebody went and found it and picked it up and was like, oh, I got a free tire gauge. <laughs> yeah, have good, at it. Good luck. Uh-oh. Advertisement time. They can have it. Veterans Motorplex at the Rim, 6801 Kelly Willis Road, Greenbrier. They offer a seasonal racing venue and auto racing events on a quarter-mile banked track. Check them out on Facebook. And after that, head for the Brickyard Cafe in Franklin, Kentucky. It's on the square. It's a first-class mix of Mediterranean, Italian, and American food, offering weekly specials, including the bar. See Donald Williams and ask for a Melvin Long Island tea. You won't regret it. It's open Monday through Saturday. You will regret it. Don't yeah. lie. You'll regret it on your way to jail. Uh, yeah. Cock. Hey, hey Mel Melvin convinced me to try a Melvin the last podcast we had there. You notice he yeah. said A Melvin. The yeah. A Melvin. The Brickyard Cafe. I drank Cafe. half a one. Melvin. And I was done. The Brickyard Cafe sponsors the podcast. They're in Franklin, Kentucky. Well, they make a Long Island tea, and they named it the Melvin, mm. which is me. <laughs> oh, nice. really? Dude, I'm 260, 70, 90 pounds Three. somewhere in there. Three. <laughs> I can handle two. So you can imagine what they are. How many did Nick drink? I drank a half of one. I drank a half of one, and it was like, dude, I don't know if I can drive home. Like I was, I was pretty messed up. I sat there for a good hour after the podcast, trying to let that stuff go away. Mm. So anyway, if you go to the Brickyard Cafe and you order a Melvin, make those sure. juice boxes must be okay though, because they, they sure are, they taste like a Capri Sun. I'm not gonna lie, but 
I'm, Make sure Sutherland's driving. These guys are over there shaking their head. Good thing I got a room tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we're like back it. with Michael House. I like it. I like it. At the Up Rooftop Bar. Nice. So I got a question yep. for you, at Michael. The Fairfield what, Inn. What is your uh, What is your most grand moment in your racing career? Like, what What's the number one thing in your in in your career that that spotlights for you? Probably. Probably making the derby last year, snowball derby. Snowball derby. That's that was going to get into what I wanted to ask him too. Well, we were there. We were segue. there, brother, and we yeah. were cheering you on. Yeah, so. just so much. Uh, Gosh, so much. Um, the competitive. That was my question. Yeah, I was, I tell, was, tell us a little. I was just going to ask you like what goes into that. Yeah, thing, tell right? us oh, about the snowball derby. That just last seems year. unbelievable. So the the way that track is, it changes so much, and. Um, you can go down there and test, and we've been down there and tested and tested and, and been, like, did a two-day test uh, and just been, uh, like, so excited. The car is so good. And come back and been like, what has happened? Because the <laughs> car is so out and left field from where, where we were. And, um, <laughs> and you ain't the, touched nothing. I hadn't touched yeah. nothing. And rode everything down. Put the decals on it. That's it. <laughs> You, you know think what? it has to do with the barometric the, the wind, pressure? The wind tunnel from them decals <laughs> messed it up. That was it. <laughs> well, listen, well, I, I do believe that atmosphere has a lot to do with that. The way that the uh, the way that the track is down there, and it's so rough. And um, I think that the humid or the humidity and the way it's hot and it's cool and the those seashells get on top of the surface, and you're mm -hmm. and then. But the more you run, it the rubber gets down and it the, it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. But because hmm. as you go on through the week, it gets tighter and tighter. The car gets tighter and tighter and tighter. But so you'll be freeing the car up the whole week. But um, but the car, depending on how your balance is, how you end with your test, is uh, usually how you're going to be somewhat. Uh, but depending on how many people test, how many. Um, how many cars are on the track prior to that? I mean, it's just, it, it's crazy how much that track changes. And um, the, one of the guys that uh, races on there a lot, he told me, he said, man, just, you don't, we didn't go test last year. And um, we just went down there with what we we thought would be good. And I think we, we missed a little bit on the uh, engine package last year for our qualifying deal, but we, we was able to get in on the, the last chance. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it well, was good. And, and I mean, that sounds a lot like, like I mean, I, I'm, I'm traditionally from the dirt side, you know, so mm -hmm. like that's what dirt, like every time you hit the track, it's different. And yeah. I think that's a, a, a big key factor, you know, for someone like I, I had a guy this past week that was offering me to come and run asphalt for the first time. I've never ran asphalt ever. You didn't tell us this. Who? Well, I hadn't got to that yet. <laughs> Who? Where? So he asked me to come down to uh, Huntsville and race. Oh, really? Yeah. That's Where a good I track, went? man. Huntsville. Huntsville. So it was one of our uh, one last week's podcasters. Last week's ah. podcast. Oh, okay. So, uh, gotta go do he, he, he offered for me to come down and run at Huntsville. Um, and he said he would take care of me uh, as far as uh, setup and stuff like that. I mean, my car. But, you know, like I said, maybe next season. I'm not prepared for it this season. But yeah. Maybe next season, but like I think that's I think dirt the dirt side of it, you know, for people that transition from dirt to asphalt, you know, or vice versa, you know, the the dirt changes every time you hit the track. You hit that yeah. track on hot laps, you know, it's a I don't want to say it's a sloppy mess, but it's a slick mess, you know. And then you go out there well, for they qualifying. Are water on it, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm comparing to what he was saying, mm -hmm. you know, for for the derby, you know, like. I mean, I think it prepares you for stuff like that. You know, it makes a big difference when you hit the track, you know, because you, you always have a different a different surface every time you hit the track. So, yep. yeah, I mean, we going back to that. Well, I mean, we the guy that helped me last year down there, Jeremy Pate, he said, when you go in one and two, put your left front right on that yellow line. And he said, I swear, it'll be like a roller coaster. It'll <laughs> hook and go. I was like, yeah, right. Like whatever. the Derek Thorne and, line. Right. <laughs> He's no, like right up against the dang The line. Derek Thorne. No shit. <laughs> yeah. It, 
Yeah. Arched it out, went, put my left front right on there, and I was like, holy shit. It went. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Hooked and go. I mean, it was just like, I was. Un- you can see like it. Was there was unreal. You can see it from our seat. How much more gripped up it is when you put your left front right on that yellow line and it hooks and, and goes all the way. Just got a, it's got a lip there or something. To, yeah. It's so sticky. Oh. It's just like. Would you know? It's like Mario Kart. You put it right <laughs> on there. <laughs> <laughs> Where we sit on five flags, you can see the car do that. They just go that. like that, that, and they're right off. We turn saw two. it last year. But yeah, you know, I wild. remember, ironically, that I mean, this ain't five flags, but this is the fairgrounds. Daryl Walter was talking about mm-hmm. going into turn three and dropping his left front tire off the, you know, the track oh, like on the apron, and almost. it hooked him right around. He was talking about that, and mm, and I yeah. saw a little video where he was, you know, went out there and rode around, and they were talking about. He was given the. He was know, in that pace car. Yeah, but he was talking about that's what they done. He said that would make that car just turn. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if you've ever done that at Nashville, but he talked about that. So. Yeah. Well, the the, I think the, crate motor stuff so much different now. Yeah. And and uh, <laughs> and they were running a little slower back then. We noticed. <laughs> so you'll probably spin yeah. out now if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you can't take anything away from him. He used to get it done. Oh God! Oh Big yeah! Time. I grew up, man. I had the little '88 shirt, my little Gatorade hat. <laughs> yeah, I was in the Daryl Walter fan club, man. Yeah, was awesome. Was. Hey, he was on I my. Still got my he, book. He was on book. MySpace uh, Daryl Walter yeah. face uh, fan page. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, that's what's crazy though that we we first went to the Derby in what 2020. One maybe twenty twenty somewhere in there, and the I just couldn't get over how close the lap times were from oh, first yeah. to fortieth or however many people were there fiftieth. Maybe I, a tenth. I've, maybe. I've watched a lot of it on TV. I've never actually physically been to the Derby. You should go. I it's mean, unbelievable. It's it's definitely a bucket list it's item the for me. Five hundred or short track racing. Yes, you know. and it dude it is. Packed. I've never seen anything like it. Literally it packed. It is. Yeah. I think well, I went the first time in. 2014 or 15 or something like that. Embrace modified down there. Yeah. It's they got a big modified race there. There's, yeah. there's support classes. The modified of Mayhems go there. Yeah. 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 They got outlaws. Go- yeah. They got it going on, man. Are you yeah. going there this year? You got yeah. something lined up? We're going to go race the Derby again this year. Heck so. yeah. We'll be there, buddy. We'll be there. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, man. Ari's going this I'll year. I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, she didn't go last year? No. No. Oh, okay. No, we got together last year. We started dating last May. We need to put it together. But she hadn't really been to, to race the national before. anthem. Well, if you got connections, yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Heck yeah. We're always Let's looking to get it. her in places for sure. Yeah. Because she can sure that. sing them, boy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I still. Who said that? Oh, it takes oh, Terrell nice. Davis is bribing us, It always man. takes money. He Everything says, I can get money. it done, but it's going <laughs> to take some money. I love that, man. The national anthem for the Derby, though, that would be crazy cool because there's so mean? many people that go down How there. How many it's people do you think there's, Michael? Ever, it's full. Uh, on the, on the <laughs> Sunday He's race. like all of them. Shitload. Yep. <laughs> 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 there you go. That works. No kidding. Well, no we know we ha- you got to get tickets way earlier. You don't get and there's it. there's no telling how many people Yeah, we get the same ones. We're right. Oh, I know. Streaming it. And yeah. Yeah, we're in turns. Uh, we're one we're and right two. in turn one, right on the fence. We were sitting there when that truck hit the fence upside down. Oh, all I needed is a piece of grass we and a chair. Literally, my buddy's hat through. got a hole burned in it. His shirt. <laughs> I saw we the were... fire coming. I was like, "Well, we're dead." Melvin McLaren <laughs> went out at a racetrack. What the hell? <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> That's how I felt. That's how I felt on Saturday. Like we literally, yeah, we were oh, sitting gosh. there though. Well, sh- have you seen the wreck? No. We'll show it to you. This truck literally gets turned like right reared and it flips right before it gets to the wall. And we're sitting, it's flipping like right here. And we just do like that. And it just comes across like that. I'm telling you. And just sparks. I've been to a lot of It landed like right there. We were there the year before. Golly, uh, it was crazy. A guy uh, hit the wall and is modified and it it knocked him out. And he was sitting there wide open on the throttle. Oh, shit. And the motor was wide open until it blowed up. Dang. Was, yeah. Didn't know what he's doing. He was unconscious. People, people talk crap about wow. Ricky Brooks and, you know, like he's, you know, about being, but I'm going to tell you something. Ricky Brooks, he wasn't even a safety, you know, he's a tech guy. Yeah. And he was the only one that ran out there on the track and, you know, hit the hit the off switch and, wow. and uh, helped that guy. And uh, then then all the medical people come. But, but, um, but he was there. I'm That's telling you. Dang. That, 
they've got a good deal down there. Five Flags, they've got it going oh my on. Gosh, Derby. It's I mean, they've Tim Bryant has it going on. Yeah. And um, so, I'll give you his number after this deal, and and you can talk contact him about that. Then yeah, that, that would be so yeah. cool. I would love that. That yes. would be so. Cool. If they ain't already got somebody booked for it, that's the thing. He yeah. he's so you know. But even if it for you know, even if it's for. 2024, you know, mm. yeah, or something, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, like Michael said, it's the Daytona of short track. Y- you'll, you'll, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, they the do nation. the whole. It's the whole shebang. yeah, like they bring the cars out on the straightaway before the race. Oh, Nobody can see all the drivers. And oh, I'm so excited. There's I'm callers tell the, everywhere. Might tell the it's, owner it's I'm going to need a vacation when, week that week. Wednesday yeah. night starts, uh, <laughs> starts the go. deal. It's a pit party. Hey, I'm up to three weeks. I'll be up to three weeks by then. Well, you are the manager. You can do whatever you, you want. You need to at least well, go and watch this. Within reason, Malvin. Within reason. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Made by Mosley. Number one graphic wrap in Nashville. Yes, From your Wait, entire car to a sticker on the wall, Keith Mosley will bring your ideas to life with over 20 years of experience. No job is too big or too small. Contact Made by Mosley at 615-887-1468. Located at 7430 Cycle Lane, Goodlesville, Tennessee. Now let's talk about Tornado Safe Room of Murfreesboro. This, the owners are Wayne and Terry Basket. They are installing peace of mind one room like. at a time, protecting families nationwide since 1994. They've tested them up to 450 miles per hour of wind. Actual clients have been saved from injury by this shelter. Their platforms are... Facebook and Instagram, and you can find them at tornadosaferoom.com. Phone number is 615 Boom, we're back with Michael House. Did you have to hit that twice? I loved it. Twice. I so, this, anyway, <laughs> the power of these buttons. What the heck was that? My phone's hooked up to Bluetooth. <laughs> what? Caden. what? Yeah, man. It's Rocky Top, wasn't there it? There you go, Caleb. <laughs> Caden's trying to call me. He just finished soccer practice. Oh, anyway, nice. Good job. Uh, I was reading an article not too long ago, Michael, and you know we talk a lot about struggles in here about Bubba's about broke. And, um, I was reading an article, and you talked about missing the derby, but then the next weekend going down to Cordell and winning the pole. Yeah, so, so we is that I mean that's just just talk a little bit about the struggles like that and just how how the sport can be. I mean, because that's you, I'm sure you're at a lowest of low missing that, and then you turn around the next weekend and get on the pole at Cordell. I mean, yeah, well, in 21 we we missed the Derby, and then with the uh, well with a different car, but it was a, it wasn't the car. I mean, it was I was with the it was the same field. Uh, same I mean it was actually just I mean really competitive people I mean and um, we went to Cordell in January and sat on the pole so I mean was that the race we were that was the race we were yeah we were down the street street stock yeah yeah Yeah. it was it was so cold yeah, yeah, it was so freezing. They we were talking about canceling everything too. We we're like we just drove like yeah. seven hours to be here yeah it was so cold Uh-oh. and um I think you and Michael Pinnell. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were both in it. We came yeah. down there together. Yeah. Because yeah. our uh, hotel got flooded. <laughs> yeah. oh. They called us at 10 o'clock that night. Really? And just told us they didn't have a room because our, the hotel we were going to stay in flooded. Wow. And Cordell had I no hotels. What did y'all do? Well, we found Do- another. Dottie over here, our, our family friend, she's a travel agent, and she found us a hotel like 30 minutes away from Cordell. Oh, is she the one that found us that hotel? Yeah. <laughs> but we had nothing the night before we were supposed to leave. Wow. The, everything in Cordell was booked up. Everything. No kidding. Yeah, we were like. But it ended up being fun. God, we're screwed. What town was that called? Americana or something? Americana. Americus. 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 Georgia, that was it. Mm. Because we ate at Toboggan Steve's that night. <laughs> yeah, we did. Toboggan Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, we that's a place. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we went there, sat on the pole, and um, and uh, that was my first race with that car. And uh, That was that red one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a red car. That was the one that we ended up made the uh, first derby with. Oh, made the derby. Yeah, that's right. that's right. And then, yeah, last year in 22, we made, made the derby. And... Um, We've had really good. I mean, that car is just—it's been fast. But I mean, you miss the derby by a couple thousandths, and you're out. You yeah, know? I mean, it's it, unbelievable. Yeah, you—it doesn't take much. I mean, it's uh, half a pound of air pressure. I mean, it, it's not yeah. much—a thirty-second, six or sixty-fourth packer here, or there. I mean, yeah. it, 
It's crazy. It's, it really is. I mean, you but, can literally look at the speed chart and be like, I'm 30th. I'm slow, but your car is really fast. It's yeah. just like everybody's at the same speed pretty much. Yeah, man. It, it's unreal. There's a, I can't stress how much goes into this deal. As you, I mean, you're a race car driver. You know a lot goes into this, but it, man, it, from where we started to now, it's so much that goes into the preparation mm-hmm. and uh, I can't imagine the shocks that level. Yeah. and just going and dyno in my shocks and and trying to figure out what's best, you know, the best build or always coming up with a different piston or a different mm-hmm. build here and and then you got to kind of be aware of the trick of the week, you know, because uh, right. <laughs> you got to stay up with technology. To, yeah. You got to stay with the technology. Trying to do everything, yeah. That, and then, but then there's people that's also, you know, they're feeding their families, selling shocks. So you gotta, you gotta kind of weed out what you need and kind of what the gimmick of the week is too. So, right, you know that that goes hand in hand. So there's just there's just so much that goes into the sport mm-hmm. now. Rather, like I said, then when we started, hell, we didn't. Like I said, we just weigh the car and set the set the frame heights and went mm-hmm. to the track you know exactly it sounds made, so much simpler. i mean now you have it was all these, so simple i like, mean it yeah right yeah I mean, back like when, now like, you have like, all these late model teams they're like rackley war and like yeah. anthony campy mm-hmm. and, and donnie wilson i mean they're huge teams they're they're practically like well rackley is a nascar team i mean mm-hmm. and that you have that trickling into late models now and it's yeah. just making it yep so it, hard it's tough i mean um you know like our our shock um machine that checks all the loads on the shock is like um, like over five grand you know wow and then the pull down is up like 15 grand yeah i mean you start adding all that up Correct. i mean it, you know you you don't have to have it but but i mean they do and if you want if you're going to be racing against it yeah how, how do you justify not having it not having knowledge exactly. to of that you know so like if you're gonna do it do it basically mm-hmm. yeah because, right I mean, do it right somebody's going somebody's going to and then right. if you don't right. it's just out that advantage right yeah. it's crazy like you know my dad started racing i when i was you know i was knee high to a grasshopper at that point huh. you know and it was like he just you know that the i would be in the garage with him you know helping him do setup you know and i was just a little little kid you know like it was so simple back then compared to now like you know my friend you know he runs a 602 uh late model you know and like you know i'm out to lunch you know trying to help him sometimes you know he's telling me you know i need this and i need that and i'm just like what you know like just just put the tire on it you know like you know he's like no he says not that simple you know like it's the technology today is so 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 far advanced advanced exactly Mm -hmm. you know like just the slightest little thing can just throw you off like you were saying you know when you go into the derby you know like that hundredth that thousandth of a second you know is a make or break situation you know and if you don't have that technology you know in your wheelhouse you know it can just ruin your whole weekend or your whole your whole you know event you're planning you know just Mm -hmm. but you know and and things are so expensive nowadays you know Even, even in my class you know i'm in I'm in what they call the beginner class for a four-cylinder, right? You know, like last year, you know, I was I was 25 grand in. You know, I had nothing yeah. when I started. Beginner class. Yeah. You know, I had nothing. I didn't have a trailer. <laughs> if it I has a racing attached to it, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I didn't have tools. I didn't have nothing. You know, so I went and bought everything from ground zero and threw myself into it. You know, didn't have a clue what I was doing. You know, and so I envy you know people in your at your level you know like at the expense you know what you guys tell me like jackson and, and melvin tell me about tires for you know they're they're pro and they're and they're limited late you know nine hundred dollars a pop and i'm like Nashville, yeah. you know i i would be dead in the yeah. water half well, if i had something like, like I that said, I, if it wasn't for uh the brown family jen brown and um the u.s tank people i wouldn't be able to do this because as you're just as you're saying it's so expensive, you know. Yeah. I mean, tires are like nine hundred a set now. Yeah, know? yeah. That's kind of why we had seven hundred plus at the rim. We yeah. had to pull the plug on that because it was just getting not even a not even a ten inch tire, right? Yeah, right. I mean, the, the, what are they at the rim? Yeah, yeah. I think what it's are, uh, was it eight, eight inch? Or no, we're running nine inch. I think we were running tens. I think they were. 10 I thought inch, they had like a tread. 
tread or the light in the model pro, in the pros. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they were yeah. American racers. Yeah, yeah, but they and, were seven eighty, seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a race at a quarter mile track, you know. Yeah, man. I, I mean, mean now we, that, yeah, like now that I'm set up, you know, like it's not the cost isn't is so much for me. <laughs> I mean. This last weekend was, but you know it is what it is. Um, Blew an engine, mm-hmm. yeah, thirty five hundred dollars down the tubes in fifteen laps. <laughs> just, just devastated me. My heart was destroyed. I bet. But hey, uh, Michael, tell him what a super late model engine cost. I don't even want to know. I'd probably cry. Thirty. Thirty. I, I would cry. Gosh, dang. Just, just, <laughs> are you, are you, that's, that's just the motor. Those are those are hundred thousand dollar cars though for the yeah, race car. I, I mean, they can be plus. Yeah, hundred yeah, I mean, plus. Yeah. You got to think about it like this. You know, thirty k. You know, like that's that's some people's whole year salary. Yeah, you I know. know, that's what. For an yeah. engine, you don't know if it's going to run five laps, one lap, or, or a whole thousand laps. Yeah. Right. That's you what know? I'm saying. I'm, I'm really blessed to be able yeah. to. Right. That puts it in perspective yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it does. And uh, I mean, yeah. like, I'm, I'm super happy that, you know, that you you have that backing and that yeah. support and whatever, yeah. you know. They're, I mean, they're really, I mean, they're more, they're family because uh, a lot of people don't know this, but her or their father, her father in law, was her granddad's crew chief so wow yeah. so there's some history oh, okay. oh yeah so okay, yeah. so that's cool so, yeah so the guy that that i met through them his name's jonathan his dad jim was cuckoo marlin's oh, crew yeah. chief cuckoo so it goes back oh, to so cool it's some history yeah so, yeah yeah i grew up my dad took me to the firecracker 420 and mm. where I saw Cuckoo Marlin okay. and all of them. I had all their autographs. You know, back That was then, back when you could walk down to them. Back then, as, as soon as the dadgum checker flag dropped and everybody got off the track, they would open up mm-hmm. the uh, walkway between the flag stand and the pits, yep. and you could walk up and, and talk to any of them. Uh, one of my fondest memories, I walked down there. I was 10, and... Uh, Bobby Allison was sitting down there on in the about down there where Mr. Wayne parks, you know, Wayne and, and Jackson Boone. He had his rig sitting there and I was there with a guy named Mark Inman who worked for my dad. My dad was an electrician. Now you're talking about a you know, I'm that age and it's like, wow, you know. Well, he was taking his getting his suit and everything off and he said, Well y'all come on in because Mark was talking to him about the race. We walk up into his I don't know really what kind of rig it was back then, but I sat down and uh, he gives me a Pepsi. You know, he had a little fountain Pepsi machine. He wow. pours me a Pepsi. I'm sitting in there and didn't realize who I was with, you know, at that age. But now that I look back, I'm sitting in Bobby Allison's freaking race car hauler, man, drinking a Pepsi. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 10 years old. Yeah, I mean, like who can do? Who can say that they did yep. that? Like. But that's something that's changed a lot too. Yeah. You don't, you can't have that access anymore. No, yeah. no. Like I mean, so like I post on like my racing page all the time. You know, have people come down, see me because I have stuff from, you know, from jets and you know coloring books and stuff like that for the kids and stuffed animals and you know it's all stuff they supply to me. So you know I just you know I try to give it out. But they just rush you out of the track now. Like it's like you know. Oh yeah. Everybody go home. You know, get out. You know, and it's like. Oh yeah. And you know crazy. how the NASCAR people are. You can't do that no more. That ain't gonna happen. No. Right. You know, like we we don't even something that I that I missed that when I was a kid was you know autograph sessions and you know set put the cars in the front stretch and go meet the drivers. Oh, like, I know. That's so, very few so cool. tracks do that anymore. You know, and if they do it, they do it like it's once a season. Just the big season. races, yeah. It's yeah, like, they do it like once a season. You know, like, like and Nashville right. will do it for the All American, the Derby, huh? Hey, come in and then get all your right, boys. <laughs> hey, we're still here, boys. We've been. Uh, we're gonna do an advertisement here. We're still advertisement here. time. Yes, we're still here. Is. We haven't gone nowhere. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> still drink. Right. Still drinking. Yeah, well, some of us are. <laughs> oh. All right. Hey, there's oh, that button. Yeah. <laughs> Took him on. <laughs>
Pied Piper Herbs, located at 506 South Broadway, Portland, Tennessee. Phone number is 615-745-4311. Go see Chase and Jimmy. It's a locally owned herb shop, and they have everything. Herbs to essential oils, diffusers, and a lot Funny, I had a more. random drug test at work after this podcast. always open six days a week, seven in the now let's move on to Senor Fajitas. After you hit the herb shop, Looky here, hit look. Senor, Senor Fajitas Mexican Kitchen. We got some Cantina. good sponsors. Lunch and dinner yeah, seven days a week. Three <laughs> locations in Oak Grove, Tennessee, Portland, Tennessee, or Linda, Tennessee. Look them up on Facebook. Yes, we do. Hey, let's talk about Jets Pizza too. Aren't they a sponsor of ours? He was they part, are now. Was Caleb, they're uh, fixing to go Caleb. both podcasts. Tell us what he was pointing at his shorts. So, so we. Oh, that's uh, what he was pointing at. I thought him and Melvin. So I just got a uh, the true sponsorship coming on for Baba's About Broke for Jets Pizza. Um, got the owner to come on board. Um, we were kind of doing a share sponsorship. Uh, they sponsored me, and I sponsored. We sponsored the the podcast um, for the, the the social media and the advertising side of it. Good. Well, we just became a, a, a full fledged sponsor for Bubba's About Broke. Um, <laughs> We got five locations: uh, Springfield, Tennessee; uh, Oak, or excuse me, uh, um, Bowling Green, Kentucky; um, Goodlettsville, Tennessee; and we got two in Clarksville, Madison Street, and Fort Campbell Boulevard. Um, and I always like to tell everybody we uh, do 10% off for your entire order if you bring in a pit bracelet or a general admission ticket. Bam. Just bring it in, show it to. Show it when you walk in, and we'll give you 10% I'm off your entire order. That's awesome. I'd fight somebody over a thin crust pepperoni. Oh, Jets Pizza? Jets Pizza, thin crust. That, that's Michael House going. just said that. Yeah, that buddy. keeps us going late at night in the shop, I'm telling you. Well, well, we, get us a, we get us a couple larges, and uh, the, the guys, that when they do come over, that they love it. So, Well, if you're back in the area, you just come you come Jets and see me or my managers, at. and we'll uh, take care of you and uh, – you know, for being on the podcast, we'll, we'll we'll give you the hookup and get you squared away and take care of you. Even if you don't, it's well worth paying for. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. Jet Pizza is worth. Man, it's this at, is man. free advertisement. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Michael House just said that he likes your hey, pizza. Hey, don't be trying to steal my sponsors. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care nothing about that. I'm hey, just I would you. love to see them. But on But if your you're car. looking to sponsor pizza another car, at, man, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> That's but my, hey, I, I would love to see him. On your, I would I, love to I, see I, I would love, pizza on your. I would love to see his it car's too. already red. Yeah, we, yeah we, I appreciate. Oh. I appreciate the pl- the publicity, Michael. Uh, um, <laughs> the what? Definitely. <laughs> the pl- pl- publicity. Because uh, hey. I mean, like Papa John's and stuff. It got to where like the sauce wasn't any good. He's and, like Papa and then, who? Uh, so they have uh, a they jets right down the stuff. road and. And I always pe- likes, I always yeah, tell every I always tell everybody the difference. Between <laughs> <laughs> She's like at seven point two miles actually. Yeah, I, I always tell everybody the difference between us and your your traditional chains is we do everything in our store every single day. Mm-hmm. All right, nothing they, they in our store. They make their ranch and everything like all their sauces. Everything in our store. It's amazing. Everything in our store is made fresh every oh, single yeah. day. We do not get you know anything boxed or or or. You know, pre pre manufactured before it comes to us. You know, um, it that's what gives us the quality and the quant. You know, in in the taste and everything like that. So I always I always tell everybody that like you know before before I started working for Jets. You know, like I had no clue what Jets was. Now that I've been there, tasted it. He's from there. New York. It, it, <laughs> well, I'm I'm really from Michigan, but you know, like I didn't live there very long. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I was born I was born in Michigan lived in new york most of my life um but yeah i mean you've been to michigan speedway yes sir that's some oh. beautiful good yep. uh, we've been there a couple times uh where'd y'all go camp at up there so we go up we go up the end of september the first week of october we go to kalamazoo speedway it's called super shoe yeah, kalamazoo. and they bring everything under the sun to there and they race for four days straight daylight to dark and party dark to daylight all right <laughs> it is the best thing you will ever do for 50 bucks all right 50 bucks 50 <laughs> bucks all right you go up there and camp for 50 dollars for a spot all right and maybe you know if you're in a, a a a class i mean if you get into the super late models you know you're probably a thousand dollars into the weekend yeah all right 
but everybody races against everybody. It's rear wheel drive against rear wheel drive, front wheel drive against front wheel drive, run what you brung, all right? There's no rules, there's no limitations, and it is, I've been doing it for 20 years. I flew from Germany when I was in the military to come to this event in camp, all right? And I, I refused. I refuse to not come yeah. to go to this event. The, the outlaws are real, really big up there. Yes, sir. The outlaw, you know, like I said, uh, um, fastest three-eighths mile in, in the world. Uh, Andy Bozell got the track record. I, I, I couldn't tell you the year. I believe it was like 2018, 2019. Is that the wing on the, yeah. on the left? He's got like, yeah, they got like 20, 20 foot Lexan billboards. Mm -hmm. It's just insane what they do up there and it is the best time you will ever have i don't care what anybody says um yeah those cars make slobber run out of your mouth slobber <laughs> <laughs> i still need hey. to show you that video of him doing that it was but, uh, but yeah you know what we need to sparking do? on the yes, left sir, side that? we need to go into segment two for next week let's do it oh so guys and ladies thank y'all for listening to this week's bubba's about broke podcast we're going to have a part two coming up Sick. For next week, and we're going to have some people in the audience ask, asking. Ask, ask, asking. He sounds like, he sounds like Freddie Kraft. Hey, 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 hey. What? what happened? We brought, we, we brought the hood out in Melvin. Oh, we brought the asking. hood out in Melvin. I don't want to hit that axe, boy. <laughs> Let me ask you a question real quick before we go. Come on, Our house is going to be getting questions from, from the audience. So, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, just hit the button. Please. <laughs> Thank you for Before listening to Bubba's Bow Broke. <laughs> and now Ariel Aspen's going to sing us out of here. Hey. How about that? First of all, oh we got to get God. to the right bank. we got to run. Where are we going? Oh, no. So much power. <laughs> so, uh, Michael. We don't need to be paying Fire road, that bro. mother up. Let's get it. Oh, We're going to yeah. fire it back up. Man, that sounds Passion, I can't deny. Ariel Aspen, everybody. Nothing beats the sound of that engine. Revving in the heat of a summer night. Oh, I don't have the money to pay my bills. But I'm headed to the track. Cause I love the bills. I'll take the green flag. Hope I don't choke. You can hear all about it on Bubba's Bow. No, it ain't cheap, but you can't buy the feeling it gives to me. Like a part of me that used to be missing. Hey, missing, cause I feel alive. Oh, I don't have the money to pay my bills. But I'm headed to the track, cause I love the drills. I'll take the green flag. Hope I don't choke. You can hear all about it all. Michael House, part one. Oh, yeah! Bye -bye. Peace.